welcome to the Galactic Zoo radio show and podcast. And for the second time, we've got the amazing Mr. Harry Rhodes with us. I've just been chatting to him. He wants me to do a kind of um, showtime introduction, a bit like the boxing arena introductions or what we might get at Butlin's Bognor Regis in 1987. So without further ado, we're going to bring to the stage, ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together, roll on, roll off as we bring out live and direct Mr. Harry Rhodes. <laughs> hey, I've never had an introduction like that in my life, to be honest with you, but hey, you know, you've got to have a bit of fun in this day and age because everything's turned so serious. Um, but as you can see tonight, there are answers. Do you know something? You're absolutely right because not only is that kind of mentally important, but, you know, just for your health as well because... Laughter can, you know, five minutes of laughter can negate a day's stress or a day's worry. And stress and worry always brings illness. So laughter, as that, I can't remember the German doctor's name, he used to treat um, cancer patients with it in Germany with laughter therapy. You know, it laughter is medicine, isn't it? So we mustn't forget that. Yeah, absolutely. And on a serious note, I'll start with this. I'll just kick the ball off straight away. We're having loads of people ring us and say, I've had the vaccine, um, never had cancer in my life. I've got the fastest growing cancer that the doctors have seen. And there are dozens and dozens of them. And that's just the people who are contacting you. So if we multiply that around the country, it's probably tens of thousands, isn't it? Well, I sent you a link tonight. And Cancer Research in July this year said there could be as many as an extra, not the total, an extra 60,000 cancer deaths in the UK alone. How the heck can that happen? Well, what will happen with that? um, They will put that down to people not having received their cancer treatment during the pandemic. That's what they'll put that down to. So they'll, they'll conveniently find a reason within the lockdowns and the, uh, in the in that period of time, which has now caused the knock-on effect. But what do you think is yeah. happening? What are all these extra cancer deaths well, coming from, Harry? Well, not going hospital for treatment doesn't cause more 60,000 cases of cancer, for starters. So that's impossible. Um, but we all know um, what's, what's in it. I was speaking to somebody who actually went into Parliament about a particular issue, and two MPs listened to him, they made an appointment, there was 12 other MPs, and two MPs came in the meeting and says, you are not doing this, and everything was cancelled, and he was never allowed to mention it again. That's it. So our, most of our MPs know what is going on. So that's for starters. Do you, um, do you, do you but, think that? Do you think they're complicit in it then, most MPs? Most are, yes, because when they open their mouth... One of them brought up only three weeks ago about vaccine damage. He's been banned from Parliament for two weeks. I thought that it was only the other day that they were discussing it in, not in the main Parliament section, but, you know, in one of their meetings, it was, I watched a clip that was posted by Dr. Campbell, uh, John Campbell, who's been doing those, he's got that massive following on YouTube. And he's been throughout the, I mean, he does all these kind of health videos anyway, but during the pandemic, he was, um, you know, he was very active and very much on the side of kind of being straight and not spreading mis- any kind of supposed misinformation. But he's, I think, now switched now. Anyone who's watched him, you can see it in his eyes. 
he knows that something is desperately wrong and he knows that he can't say it, but he's trying to kind of bring it out in a roundabout way. And he showed some clips of in from British Parliament meetings where they were discussing vaccine damage. I'm not sure if you're aware of them. Um, I have heard them talking about that. This was a particular MP that brought it up in the main commons. Um, and I think, was it, did they get 100,000 signatures? But I know somebody spoke to him and he brought it up in Parliament. And um, <clears throat> he was asked to not speak in Parliament for two weeks. So what, do you think then at that, I mean, diving straight into that then, in that conspiratorial realm, do you think that they have been told that we need to reduce the population or it's the end of the world, so it's linked to climate change? Do you think that that's what they're doing? So they're kind of, they're like complicit in this because they need to do it. Do you think that's what they're happening? Yeah, absolutely, 1,000%, absolutely. Um, and people at the BBC know about this. Yeah, that's what I think as well. Because no, you, know, you can't be that they, they stupid. Jimmy Savile, a paedophile, friends with royalty, friends with many high people, elites. They all knew what he was doing, and nobody said a dicky bird about it for 30 years. So just double that up in other subjects, and it's, it's the same down the line. Yeah, there does seem to be this kind of kind of complicit silence because we just know what we need to do. Otherwise, why would so many doctors just be willing to, you know, end elderly people's lives in hospitals and, and in America putting them on the on um, remdesivir and on, on the, um, on the what's it called, the old um, machine for pumping up the lungs. I can't remember what it's called now. But you know uh, what I mean. Respirators. Yeah, the respirators. Putting them, putting them on that. And that's, well, that kind of nine out of ten people. Care homes, and this is officially on the .gov website. They have offered every care home and every hospital, listen to this, extra monies. And it's considerable monies. You know, like when they were paying $63,000 to put somebody in a respirator. If the care home death rate goes up and they hit the target they get paid thousands and thousands of extra pounds. It's quite incredible, that, isn't it? I think... If we're, 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 how incredible is that? You can see it on the website, and one of those famous sex nurses did a video on it. That's going viral. And she quotes the uh, regulation and the document numbers and refers to the .gov website. And, well, I can verify that. My wife works in a care home, um, and... They when when they got to hundred percent vaccination in the care home, they upped the four G Wi Fi. They aren't the slightest bit bothered about taking Wi Fi on, and they put all this super Wi Fi in, and um, within three weeks, about twenty two to twenty three percent of the patients died. Incredible. And. Uh, my wife said some of them were particularly ill. They were quite healthy, and uh, the old sudden death syndrome kicked in. So I think that nurse is I talking about is... detail. I think that nurse... I've, uh, in my presentation, I've got um, scientists presenting information like this, and they put towers right next to care homes as well. Mm. I think that nurse you're talking about is Kate Shariami. I saw yes. that, yeah, she's the natural nurse in a toxic world lady who um, they like to call them like a nutcase on Radio 4. 
was actually listening to her son belittle her on radio. But it was very heartbreaking. Her son's completely turned against her. But she, yeah, she's doing a, quite an amazing job exposing stuff, and she has been for a, two or three years. So we use microscopes, right? We are looking at people who've been vaccinated, and we're looking at microscopes, and we are seeing some horrific things in the blood. Now, I've got to be careful because I don't want to go too deep into this. It's a very sensitive subject. Um, but one of the things that happens is that the bacteria uh, goes off the scale and it starts attacking the blood. There's something that's a catalyst that kicks in in the, um, in the vaccines. Um, there's, other, there's other vehicles that they are using at the moment. So I'll go into graphene oxide in a minute and water. Um, but there's something that catalyzes the blood and as you know there's a latest film going viral which is fantastic um i'm happy to see that and they're going on to these blood clots and strings that they're pulling out of the aorta as big as thick as your little finger and four feet long um so this this is what we're looking at this is where the sudden death syndrome comes in but um, I've got some incredible answers tonight, so people just hang on for a bit. We've got some amazing things going on. Um, but like when you look at the blood, the blood's the key to everything. That is the link to every cell in the body, your brain. It's the circulation of the body. It takes the oxygen, the nutrients, the vitamins, the minerals, and takes the toxins out. But here's what happens when your immune system starts to collapse. Like a real war on the front line, when you start losing soldiers, you send more reinforcements out. But if you're losing soldiers at a catastrophic rate, you end up sending soldiers out half cocked with not enough ammunition and not enough training. And that's exactly how your immune system's working uh, when you've had a vaccine. So the immune system starts failing, white blood cells are sent out and they're not even working, they're not operational. Uh, we've seen blood in people, we think they should be dead. But they are saying, I feel absolutely terrible. <clears throat> so, on a positive note, because you can always find um, critical bad news, um, albeit real and, and uh, very serious, we've come across a product called Methylene Blue. And it's having fantastic results. Um, we've been giving that particular person, methylene blue. I'll explain what it is in a moment. And within hours, the bacteria starts drastically being reduced and it helps the body's immune system. It boosts the mitochondria, which performs a lot of operations for the body. Um, and the, the start to feel immediately better. And three days later, this particular chap said, I haven't felt this well for 15 months. He said, that is incredible. Now, Methylene Blue, um, and I will promote um, Mark, oh, what's his name now? Oh, Sloan, is it Mark Sloan? Yes, Mark Sloan, well done. Um, he's got a book out on Methylene Blue. Um, we are talking, because we can't say we can cure cancer, <clears throat> uh, we are talking cancer, Alzheimer's disease, dementia, autism. It's an incredible, I can't say enough about it. Um, I actually have it manufactured to a pharmaceutical specification, uh, 1% aqueous. Um, people are selling methylene blue for a 10 ml bottle for $89. Um, 
Ours is a 100ml bottle, pure pharmaceutical grade, for about 11, less than 12 pounds. So now, tell, tell us what it is. What is what's the history of methylene blue? When did they discover it? Is it also, is it synthetic? Well, it came it... back to 1860, and they accidentally came across um, a salt, um, and it was a ferrous-based as well. And when they put electrical charge through it and did a process on it, it went this beautiful, beautiful, um, like a cobalt blue. And it's still used today. Um, and then somebody used it as a medicinal uh, cure for things like malaria. And they had astounding results on it. And there were other benefits. People who were depressed, it reversed depression, mental illness, nervous disorders. Um, and cancer wasn't so much around then, but they found now that cancer has amazing results with it. Um, so basically, it manufactures into a blue powder, but it's very, very uh, ionically charged. It, it retains its uh, charge for up to three years. And when the charge goes into the cells of the body, and it goes straight through the blood-brain barrier and starts to work on the endines and neurons in the brain, we've got people, ex-SAS teams, who've got serious mental issues for years and on lots of drugs in the hospital or at the wit's end, that doesn't work. They're still very depressed, suicidal. Um, they've been taking methylene blue within four days. Incredible results. Absolutely fantastic. I had a phone call this morning um, from an ex-SAS guy and he says, listen, we gave methylene blue uh, to some friends and family members, one of them who's got multiple illnesses. Within five days, most of the illnesses are gone. That's amazing. And this is, is are they uh, people taking it orally, mixed with water or juice? Is that how it's been taken? Yes. Um, medically, it's recommended um, also by the CDC, uh, and it's used in the UK in hospitals when people take an overdose or they have a serious toxic um, poisoning, they inject it up to 400 mil, that's nearly half a litre, so they inject it at 1% in distilled water, um, so it's 99% distilled water 1% methylene blue um, and it starts to remove the toxins and it detoxes the, uh, the whole of the body including the brain and it's, it has amazing results even things like snake bites it works on that too um, but the results of people that we've supplied it to uh, is incredible. I just, I just can't say enough about it. And Mark Sloan, um, he goes on about it. You can get his book off Amazon. We'll probably do it on our website too. Um, <clears throat> this, this is fantastic news. This, this is so have you um, been treating... exactly what we need, and it's not expensive. Is this what you've been treat? Have you treated anyone who's had the vax then? Yes, um, quite a few cases. And it, have they been successful? Have it, has it reversed some of the it, side it effects? It has amazing, amazing results quite quickly. What I'm shocked at is the amount of people who are having, who've got cancer now. And it's fast spreading. So um, what, what do you put that down to as well? Because you've said that there was, there's 60,000 extra cancer cases. We know that last week, in the last couple of weeks, there's been 2,000 
Average of 1,500 extra excess deaths in the UK every week. Two, it's gone up to 2,000 at the minute. Ex, extra yep. over the normal amount expected of people dying. Um, yeah. So, so what's causing what's causing the the cancer increase as well then? Um, well, this is horrifying. Um, let me put it this way: I aren't saying for definite this is what it is, but my opinion is that is what it is. Um, if you go on AstraZeneca's website and look at the manufacturing of the vaccines, I couldn't believe what they said. They are using cesium one three nine and 135 to manufacture vaccines. It's part of the ingredient. Now, let me tell you something about cesium. Cesium is radiation. It's toxic, massively toxic. Now, there are other cesium isotopes, but they only have a 14-day half-life. Whereas cesium-135 and 139 has a 35-year half-life. And if you get that in your body... You will get cancer. So, so is it actually uh, in? Is it actually in the vaxes themselves in well, the vials? We believe it is, and this is why we want to test people's blood, and we want to. They donate the samples. By the way, I'm not a medic. I'm not giving concrete medical advice or telling. I don't actually tell people that you should take methylene blue because. Um, it should generally be administered in a syringe directly in the blood for emergency situations. We don't know of any particular side effects of it, especially at those doses. Six to ten drops a day is what's recommended, and it's taken in a glass of water. Or you can put it in orange juice or fruit juice. It's not particularly distasteful. It tastes like a sugar-salt water a little bit. By the way, this is the base material for ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine. How about that? Amazing. Yeah, hydroxychloroquine is, the, is a derivative of the of, of methylene blue, isn't it? Yeah. Word of caution on hydroxychloroquine and um, ivermectin is people, if you overdose with it, it's quite oxidative to cells in your body. And we believe that depending which cells, like bone cells, um, they don't recover. So be very careful. It's, it's a concentrate... Um, of some of the ingredients in methylene blue. Um, methylene blue, ironically, the only reaction you'll get with methylene blue is if you're on drugs, pharmaceutical drugs can react with it and you get um, a mild reaction, possibly worse depending which um, drugs you're taking. So there's a word of caution. I wonder what it, its effect would be on people who've got lots of those big truncated blood clots in their arteries and veins. I wonder if it would break that down or if that's something beyond its capabilities. Well, we we believe that's um, possibly a body reaction in clotting um, for that to happen. Um, so I'll hold my... Res I'll reserve, you know, some of my opinions on that, but um, that requires further research. But... Um, there's certainly a catalyst going on for that to spread through the body quickly where it goes that fast into blood clots that people drop down dead. Yeah, it's incredible. You know, it doesn't it build incredible. up over weeks. It seems like a reaction over a few hours and suddenly the whole circulation system blocks up into like a jelly and the heart stops. Well, there is... Um... 
there's it's actually reached mainstream media news now. The Spectator Australia edition has released um, an article a few weeks back showing under a microscope the contents of one of the vaccines and when it was exposed to electromagnetic radiation and, and under a time lapse as well, so sped up kind of film footage of the contents of one of the vials, it um, seemed to be little structures being built by other little structures, so little kind of robotic parts or forming, yeah, forming yeah, these grids. Yeah, it's crystal technology and it's related to graphene oxide. So, how, so is this, this graphene oxide... Can that be removed from the body in your kind of... Oh, no, you're not a medical doctor. You're not a scientist. You're just researching this for the benefit of humanity in general. Um, do you think that that could be re removed by the methylene blue? Do you think that's breaking that down and, and drawing it out of the body? Um, yes, we've seen it being dissected when we put methylene blue in and it, and it turns the graphene oxide black. Uh, because it's uh, it's colloidal qualities and it's dielectric. Um, methylene blue has a charge in it, and then the particles are absolutely uh, colloidic post, uh, particles, like nanoparticulates. Um, so that's probably... Remember when they were saying, oh, hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin reverses the symptoms and the effects of COVID-19? Yeah. Well, we know COVID, COVID's not a virus. It's not a natural virus at all. Um, it's some kind of um, pathogenic bioweapon, um, genetically modified, specifically to do a job. Um, <clears throat> the interesting you, you, thing about graphene and cesium is that the cesium gives out electric charge, so when you're not near 4G, a Wi-Fi, a mobile phone, or an antenna, um, the cesium we think actually gives energy and electric current to the graphene. So the nanotechnology will continue even though there's no external signal. I see. So it's kind of like a power source for it. Absolutely. Wow, okay, I get that. And how about the, the idea, this is something I've discussed with Alana Freeland and various other people, about the idea of tr certain frequencies being transmitted either from towers or, you know, your own routers and devices, which trigger the graphene oxide in our systems. Because we've discussed this before, that we've all got graphene in us to an extent. Through we have. Since February this year, they've been spraying it over the UK. They've been ship tracks off Scotland in the Atlantic, Northern Atlantic. We've followed it. We waited for the rain come down. We've got on satellites, followed the glow formation. And when it rained... Uh, we ask people to take water samples, and sure enough, it's all over the car. And when they put a magnet on it, it attracted. Yeah. So, everybody listening now, I assure you, you do have graphene oxide inside you. Absolutely, 1,000%. So, saying, I haven't had a vaccine, um, isn't good enough it's inside you. <clears throat> now, I've got evidence that shows 5G frequencies which are 50 billion waves per second, not minutes, 50 billion waves a second, and that's the uh, free-scale Rothschilds chip that the, when they hijacked the Malaysian Airlines, um, the patent holders were on there um, because they were killed before the patent was granted. Literally four days later, 
they then own that chip and that's in 5G towers. You couldn't write this stuff in a book any better. But um, here's the kicker. When 5G hits graphene, it heats up, goes red hot and expands and pops. Similar to um, thermite. Now, you won't catch fire and explode. But what will happen is your small blood corpuscles will pop and it'll look like you are bleeding internally. And that that's when I believe they're looking towards 2025 and 2030, which is um, more control of what they call a virus, like Ebola, or the other one, there's another name, I never remember that, what causes internal bleeding. So here's, here's, the thing, here's the thing with that for a moment. Let's just stop there for a second. So we're all breathing in, and I, and I do actually remember in the last year seeing black chemtrails. And, uh, and a couple of friends who kind of, you know, we, we've got like a little group where we discuss this and we keep an eye, we take video footage and, you know, for the record and we take pictures. We saw, we've seen, and they're not that, they're quite rare, but they started to appear this year, black chemtrails. So the standard chemtrail, yeah. but they were black. So they could have been the graphene, the graphene chemtrail. Um, partially graphene. Here's what they were also spraying. They were spraying magnetite, which is carbon black. Now, magnetite is very, very magnetic, um, but it's heavy. Um, magnetite, I believe, is the one when you've got a, a dark chemtrail behind, and then you see this black line coming out the nose. Because it's conductive, the energy or the electric current follows straight through the chemtrail, through the aircraft and out the nose, because they're conductors. Now, magnetite is printer ink powder. That's what it is, quite cheap. Now, bear in mind, I have been to the conferences of the geoengineers. One of the biggest was 500, biggest one in the world, 500 scientists went to the critical discussions uh, conference in Berlin. And it was a four-day conference. Uh, we had to pay go there. It was about 600 pounds, and there was a few of us that went. And they were giving talks. They were showing you, and I've seen this at Oxford University as well, in front of 100 scientists with David Keith. They're actually spraying these particulates in the atmosphere and suspending them with um, electromagnetic frequencies. So we, we get chills hitting us saying, oh, it's a conspiracy theory. We've seen it on the screen, the scientists showing you how they do it and what materials they use. Now, one of the big problems is when you use magnetite, um, it, it condenses and causes precipitation and rains. And so it drops too early. That was one of the problems. So along comes graphene oxide, which is five and a half times lighter than air and two and a half times lighter than helium. It doesn't drop and it doesn't cause precipitation so easy. The magical dust that they use in chemtrails. And lo and behold, it's the jewel in the crown for that to go into our bodies so they control it with EMF and 5G. There is the full link in the circuit, and that is their project. And do you think, so, and so what could possibly be um, their plan is that the next big pandemic that they've got in mind is them switching on 
because you don't believe I don't think and Mark still thinks this as well that, that none of these 5G towers are active there's no 5G on anyone's phone no it's not <coughs> no, working I at was the moment. with Mark Steele um, a week on Saturday um, and I met him um, he was amazed at some of the information I was giving to him a lot of me already knows he's very knowledgeable <coughs> but he didn't realise how big a key graphene oxide is in all of that um so I, I saw two guys working on a 5G tower and the O2 tower next to it. Have you noticed there's always two towers? Yeah. Within 50 yards of each other. The reason for that is, and this is straight from the horse's mouth, 5G doesn't particularly give out information. It receives information and the second tower provides everything it needs of geo-positioning of people who they are and where they are. Now he told me this. This this was this blew me away. He's from Romania. <clears throat> He's been working in Romania for the last two years, fitting five G towers. They're not as high as ours because the buildings are lower, um, and the distance that they can see is further. So they they don't build them as high. There's no need for it. But in the UK, obviously, they're extremely high um, towers. And the one with the slots in, it's a bit like Lego um, trees. They have they're like slices going through them where they've got the slots in. The ones which are complete and active have got like a square plate underneath. He says those are complete. Now, he's never been next to one when it fired up, apart from only on one occasion. So <clears throat> they, they are not around them when they fire up. But one day, he was telling me, one day they kicked in this 5G tower and he could feel it going through his body. And they felt ill instantly. And they actually had to run from the tower and go to a distance where the effects couldn't be felt. I thought that was amazing. He knows, he says, he says when these kick in, God knows what's going to happen. And he's an engineer fitting them. I know, it does make you wonder, though, why fit him in the first place, doesn't it? It's like, why be part of that? I know he's, he's earning his money, he's earning his, that's his living, whatever. But it's just, this is what I've heard from a few people, including Mark Still, is that these new towers are basically weapons. They're nothing to do with anything else other than this for surveillance, control, and but mainly their weapons. So they will really work in, in conjunction with the fight with the graphene oxide then you believe yes absolutely graphene oxide is programmable by the way at nanoscale and <clears throat> what we found is the graphene wraps around the dna strands as well and it can alter the dna and here's the other thing uh graphene at nanoscale was completely transparent it's, it's, it's like transparent liquid, glass. You can't see it. That's why the vaccine looks so clear. Um, <clears throat> so, and by the way, um, that technology can be put in chemtrails now and you can't even see it. So basically, we need to detox ourselves from graphene oxide primarily, don't we? Right. Absolutely. And here's the good news. On onlyresultscount.com, We've got what we call NAC powder. It's, a, it's magic. NAC powder <clears throat> boosts your glutathione. Now, glutathione 
is part of your body's immune system. People who suffer from cancer have very low levels of glutathione. Or glutathione. That's the proper word for it. So if you look on the website, it explains that. So what NAC does, it massively boosts the glutathione level and tells the body to produce more of it. So that naturally will boost your immune system. Now, here's the magic thing about NAC. It dissolves graphene oxide. How magic oh, is, is that? The that? Sup- is that the supplement NAC, NAC? Yeah, nacetylene. Yeah, that's yeah, I've got and some that's, of that. We do that on, the, on our website. And you take uh, 400 milligrams a day. Not a very, it's like a little tiny pinch of salt. Um, and what it does, it oxidizes graphene so that the body then can dissolve it and take it out through your urinary system or your the natural system of detoxing. For those that want to use a different method, you can use this in conjunction with the method I'm going to tell you now. <clears throat> there is a nanoclay, which is a part of the kaolin family. Absolutely very, very small, minute particulates. Um, no side effects from it. Um, it's a tetrahedron shape and it's magnetic and it will not dissolve in water. That's amazing. It's the only clay that won't dissolve in water. And that's important because it retains its magnetic field. And this clay will even go inside your cells and snap up the graphene particulates. Now, your body will never, ever be able to remove graphene because it's that small. It's hundreds of thousands of times smaller than your cells. It doesn't even know it's there. But the kaolin clay, nanoclay, acts as a marker. And it attracts the graphene particulates until it goes into a cluster. And then the body recognises it and chucks it out. I see. So it clumps it up and then. That's, that's from a science review from some Russian scientists. And a copy of that is on the website. So your website, just for listeners, just to remind them, especially if anyone's new, is onlyresultscount.com, uh, where you've got products there that you know for structuring water, for the nano clay, for the removal of graphene oxide. You've got various interesting bits and bobs on there. Yeah, we do the NAC, we do the nano clay, which ironically is from Wuhan. You couldn't <laughs> write this stuff. Um, yeah, there's a layer of clay in Wuhan that's particularly special of the Kaolin family, and that's the one that we use. Let's jump into the... Um, these towers are going up all over the world as well. I mean, I guess not in the middle of Africa. You're probably quite safe there. But um, yes. in the Western world, they're going up everywhere. These And, and the ones you're talking about, because we have to make a kind of... We have to differentiate between them. There's the lollipop ones, and there's the kind of like the old school ones, and they're just genuinely just mobile phone towers, aren't they? <laughs> Yes, they are. They give information out. Your mobile phone works through it. <clears throat> but um, the 5G tower milks it for information. And that looks different. So, That's like a rectangular, more kind of like angled, and it's got these slits down the sides. Yes. It's like somebody's cut through the, like the other tower with a big chainsaw and put slats in it all the way up. Yeah, so that's, um, that's the new one. That's the one that's, they're not active yet, but when they, when they do become active, they're going to be like super powerful, like that guy experienced the fitter. They will also react with the graphene that's programmed. 
So let, let's move on. Let's move on to the weather control element, Harry, because I know we, we discussed this as well. Because you know, I mean, your your knowledge of the whole of the program, the whole of the kind of arc narrative of what's going on in the world is is quite vast, and I want to touch on as many of these subjects as possible. But there's the whole of the weather control which is happening, which is part of the geoengineering. The technology is in your face. I mean, first of all, um, they use gravity waves from Superdome. You can actually go on Super Dawn's live website and, and see it operational. They obviously won't admit it's for weather control. <clears throat> they say it's for radar. It does the same thing. Um, and you get those waves, Doppler waves, in the clouds sometimes. You see a line, a blue gap, a line, a blue gap. Yeah. Um, some of the uh, EMF gravity waves <clears throat> that Super Dawn's capable of. They're antennas. antennas. Um, they lack horizontal bowed wires and if on on um, posts and they'll have 30 40 or 50 of them in a line so the first one casts a wave to the second one the second one multiplies it and casts it to the third one until it compounds it all the way down the line um and you get uh, doppler waves going out and they can travel for hundreds of miles and what they do they can push clouds this so is, this, this is, is, an old, this is this is a well-known old technology so part of what's happening, I mean, they they're exasperating the weather. They you know they're causing floods, causing droughts to to push the climate change agenda. So there is there are floods, and I mean you know I'm sure there were floods in the past as well. I'm sure the Earth has had its ups and downs over its four and a half billion years with the weather. But at the moment, the floods like the really bad floods which keep happening in Central Australia. We've just seen the floods in Pakistan and that. This is them manipulating the weather with that technology you're talking about and also with the, the geoengineering um, spraying, isn't it? Absolutely, 1,000%. You know what's ridiculous? I mean, 98%, 97% of the Earth's climate is changed by the sun. And nobody ever mentions it. And we have a 10-year and 11-year cycle. We have a 350-year cycle. We have a 3,000-year cycle because of the angle and the wobble of the earth that drastically changes the climate and the seasons and they never talk about it you see we've got all these agendas coming to a climax it's end game isn't it we're looking at 2030 um so the rhetoric is no surprise you know that they say oh we've got worldwide pandemics we've we've got uh, climate change we've got problems with the banking system every single subject the nhs is about to collapse you know uh, it's deliberate on the postal strikes they want to bring businesses down yeah i mean they attack it they, they it's like death by a thousand cuts isn't it it's you know they they attack every element of society i mean whether it's social whether it's kind of like you know, the internet and censorship, whether it's your health, whether it's the weather, whether it's the food chain, the, the forthcoming food shortages of 2023, which they're saying are due to climate change and the the Ukraine war because of all the oil and the gas shortages, blah, blah. But in that same story, they don't mention the, the dozens of food plants that have mysteriously burnt down around the world, especially in America and in the big food distribution centre in the middle of Paris a few months ago all catching fire mysteriously and burning to the ground, which is kind of like yeah. adding to the problem. How can these things be coincidental? Obviously, they're not. No, and we've got enough evidence. Let's say we brought all the evidence, because it's all out there, and put it in court, 
he still wouldn't win because the court's fixed anyway. Yeah. So they aren't bothered what we know because we can't do anything with it. <laughs> yeah. Can we? You can have every file you wanted of corruption and whatever happened, and it still doesn't matter because you'd either disappear or you go in court and say, well, uh, we think you're a conspiracy theorist anyway, and the evidence doesn't stand up. <laughs> Where'd you go from there? What's our purpose then here today? Like making, you know, and, and you know, we're one of, you're, you're doing this, I'm doing this. There's hundreds of other, there's thousands of other people trying to fight this corrupt system and this kind of evil agenda. Really, what we're doing is da damage limitation and trying to heal ourselves through this until things change. Right. Is that what this, you think? This is where the war is. The war's against everything organic and natural. Think about it. Genetically modified food. Killing off animals. Insects. Catastrophic. Insects. Genocide of insects. Um, we also talk about this, and we know it's true, but I'll mention it. <clears throat> we used to see... We used to see flocks of sparrows and birds and insects, flies around the house, clouds of flies, bees. They're nearly all gone. Yeah, that is it's, true. It's incredible. So that's where the war is. It's a spiritual war against what I would call creation. Now, there's a subject which not a lot of people talk about. It's 1,000% true. And Nikola Tesla knew it, and as did Willem Reich, Ether, and all gone. That is one of the keys to life. It, it's got a built-in justice. And Willem Reich said the elites hate it. They detest it. They can't stand it. They don't know what to do with it. And the reason for that is you've got to have clean hands to work in the ether. The ether is 1,000% true. It exists. Mm. Um, it's, for example, where the weight comes from when it rains. A simple question, where does the weight come from when it rains? We just had rain from Norway down to France. Billions and billions of tons. It just appears as weight in the atmosphere. And the atmosphere doesn't flinch. All billions of tons fall. And it's etheric transportation of the atmosphere. That's where the weight comes from. And it only rains from that thin black line on the bottom of the cloud. So if an aircraft's in a thunderstorm and it's torrential rain, he's only got to go up slightly and he'll be out of that rain. Um, so that's how the ether works. The William Wright um, weather manipulation kind of tubes and designs, which I think, I don't know if you mind talking about that. Do you mind talking about that? Um, I have done in the past. <clears throat> and Nikola Tesla knew, he even stated I can change the weather and it's an etheric reaction. You make a connection between the ether etheric charge, your vortex in the earth and the upper atmosphere, electrical charge, which is also the ether. So could that be could that be ultimately what they're doing as well? They're trying to fiddle with the ether with all this electromagnetic um, interference, with yeah. all these harp, with all the Doppler radar, with all the spraying. Yeah, they're it, trying it's to... another form. It's another form of ether. If you go on uh, cloudbustingmontauk.com, cloudbustingmontauk.com, it's got a graph there of the different ethers. <clears throat> There's one called DOR, deadly organ, and it's to do with positive ionization. It's a very negative energy <clears throat> produced by cell phone towers, microwaves. Um, and when you put positive charge in the atmosphere, you get black clouds with no rain, creates drought. So that's the deadly side of the etheric charge 
and it's to do what they call deadly organ. It's very real. Do you feel um, an underlying positivity still, though? Do you still feel like the good... I mean, you just said it a minute ago that it's, this is a spiritual war. Lots of people believe that, including myself. You know, it's a, it's a war for the human soul. Do you feel po positive that we'll come out on the other side of this victorious at some point? Yeah, absolutely. But the reason the elites hate the ether, <clears throat> and they do, that's why they killed Willem Reich. Uh, he discovered it prematurely way before they wanted people to know about it. The Egyptians knew about it. Um, <clears throat> the ether's real. It, the pyramid's built on a lake with six other pyramids underneath it, you found recently. And it's to do with water. Um, but there's an inbuilt justice. Um, the universe, it's a spiritual war because you cannot produce evil permanently. It will not let you do it. But it takes a thousand years. And that's why the elites hate it. You need clean hands to work in that pure energy. And they have disgusting, filthy hands. And they can't come anywhere near it. It's a bit like kryptonite. And it sounds absolutely ridiculous. But <clears throat> the more you look into it, the more real it is. And do, you think that, do you think that's ultimately partly why we will win this spiritual war overall? Because of 1,000%, yes. Um, they will self-destruct. The end game result for them <clears throat> will be catastrophic. I really believe that. Well, so where are we now in this in this battle? I mean, you've been kind of invested in this for a, a while, for, for years now. Do you think we're approaching, kind of, you just said earlier, that we're approaching a kind of climax, the end game. When do you think that is, 2025? There's no fence left anymore. Everybody's got to deliberately make an explicit choice. <clears throat> we are right to wake people up. There are some people that will never, ever wake up, will never change their mind, and will never accept that there's a problem now. And that stems from ego. Ego is one of the number one killers. Because they they refuse. Even in the face of all the evidence, they'll still refuse to accept it. Um, and you can't force somebody. You know, they've got their freedom of choice. And if they want to choose death, if you like, then, you know, crack on. Uh, be our guest. That's, that's, that's your call, your choice. Um, and we're talking to billions of people, not hundreds of millions. And this is this is the and thing. Everybody feels, don't they? Everybody feels there's something big coming. Even if you don't believe in anything kind of um, spiritual or metaphysical or ether, you can just see by the what through Twitter and through Facebook and through the news, you can see that it's building to something just through them outlets, let alone anything else. Uh, what advice do you give to people who are who are waking <coughs> up and thinking to themselves, "Well, what can I do?" I mean, obviously, we can we can clean our bodies out a bit of some detoxing. What about traditional detoxing, like taking saunas and things like that? Does that help, do you think, in your opinion? Fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> One of the critical things, um, <clears throat> I gave a talk a week and a half ago in Daventry uh, to 100 people uh, on water. Uh, we're supposed to be 86% water, about 64% water. And in the audience um, was one of the world's top scientists on water from Russia. And he spent 30 years in Russia looking how DNA is programmed by water and the, the memory. It's a fantastic subject because no life we know can exist outside water. And that tells you something straight away. And we're made of this stuff. Um, a 
as I've said before, without boring people that have heard it, one drop of water will hold a thousand Blu-ray DVDs and play them back again. Mm. So, proves the point. Um, water's memory and cells and the transfer of frequencies that the cells require is critical to have your water condition correct and structured. Now, you should have a distiller. Um, almost every authority is now recycling raw sewage for tap water. I mean, I couldn't believe it when I read it. And they're trying to say, oh, yeah, the, um, the reservoirs and the rivers have had raw sewage going in them. This is where our tap water comes from, by the way. Um, and everybody, you know, on the news, oh, yeah, another one spilt and all this. London deliberately recycles raw sewage as tap water. It's lethal. It makes you ill. And there's no way you can filter things like graphene oxide out of it. They're now using graphene oxide as a filtration system. And they said that it's inevitable that some graphene oxide will get into your drinking water. So I suggest people get a distiller. And the important thing is you've got to restructure your water. That is very, very important. Your heart is not a pump. Yeah, so tell us, tell us that pro, tell us about that process. So, once you you um, you put your water for a distiller, it comes out. It's got no minerals in it. Then it's kind of like, is it flat and dead at that point? Because I've there's a lot of kind of negative uh, reporting about distilled well, water. They, let me let me give you the facts. Unless your water's structured, it doesn't matter what minerals, vitamins, and proteins in the water. Your body can't use it anyway unless the water's structured. Tap water is not structured. So if you put vitamin C and, and vitamins and minerals in tap water and bottled water, bottled water is even worse sometimes because it hasn't moved for three months. Water must be structured by keep moving. Nature moves water all the time. It rains, it's in rivers, it'll go through a lake and out the other side and it'll go through a waterfall. Um, then man comes along and says, now get in this bottle and stay there. And it dies. It's dead. It doesn't matter what spring water you're drinking. After 12 weeks, that water's dead. So how do, how and you we, cannot we... spend vitamins and minerals in it. So you've got to structure your water. Your vitamins and minerals come from structured water in natural organic vegetation. That is structured water. So, so, what, so what's the process? Water, what's the process you distill your water and then structure it. You can use it. Sorry, go on. So what's the process? Let's say we distill our water... I know you've got a couple of products on your website because I've got them at home. It spins, spins the water, etc. Um, yeah. Is that, is that a good way to do it? Distill it and then put it through the, the water spinner? Absolutely. It's very real. You distill the water, that wipes everything out. It even starts cleaning the memory out, good and bad. Now you've got to add the structure to it. <clears throat> it's a bit like reformatting your computer. It's full of crap and not running right. Um, a distiller starts wiping that out you now need to put uh, the structure back into it and its memory. Um, and if you vortex it in a toroid with a magnetic field, mine's got copper in it, which means it generates an energy electrical charge and it charges the water as well. Uh, that water will then hold vitamins and minerals. Um, <clears throat> Rod Stewart's uh, road manager for years lives in London. He had serious circulation problems, heart problems for 19 years. And the hospital said there's nothing more they can do. And he met me at Heathrow Airport with a, his friend from the Pentagon. He was a white hat. 
and he says, anything you can do for me? I said, look, just try this. So he took the vortexer, he distills his water, and he uses the negative ionizer. Now, negative ionizer puts negative ions back in the water. That's the perfect drinking water you can ever drink. And within four or five days, all his instruments in his house were reading all wrong. He says, I've never had these readings in my life. And he had an engineer come in to recalibrate him. He said, there's absolutely nothing wrong. He says, Ron, there's nothing wrong with any of the equipment. He says, well, how come I'm getting these readings? He says, I don't know. And he's on the structured water. The hospital told him 10 days later his blood was that of an 18-year-old. He now takes no medication whatsoever. And neither does his brother, who had the same condition. Exactly the same thing happened to him. So water's critical. Mm. So think, think about the things we can do that are positive. <clears throat> get the graphene oxide out of you. Get your blood absolutely pure again by taking distilled water. You can add vitamins and minerals to the vortex that will structure it and bring it back in the water. Uh, we do a special bullet, uh, stainless steel tube, with 32 different vitamins and minerals in it. You can put that inside the distiller jug. So when the water comes out and lands on it from the, uh, the boiler, goes into the jug, the collection jug. And then when you vortex it, that imprints the vitamins and minerals on the memory of the water. And here's the interesting thing. When you ionise it with negative ions, that gives the body protection against positive ions because every negative ion knocks out a positive ion, which comes in from cell towers and mobile phones. Mm. So That's that why it's good, some... it's good to spend a couple of days by the sea if you can now and again as well. Yeah, or walking on wet grass and bare feet. Um, when we look at people's blood and they've got clots and rouleau, soon as you put your negative ions back in, within 12 minutes, they dissipate. That's the um, importance of grounding, basically, you're talking about, isn't it? Yeah. What you're doing, you're putting your feet from negative ions that come up from the earth and discharging. Yeah, that's it. That's positive what grounding ions is. Leave you, the negative ions go in. If, you, if your blood hasn't, if your haemoglobin hasn't got negative ions, they all stick together. Yes, yes. We discussed this last time because that's what your water spinner and the, the, the other device which puts the hydrogen, it's got the hydrogen plate in it? Yes, yeah, the flask. Oh. We've got a new system coming out soon. <clears throat> We've got special filtration system that you can wire into your rising main. Um, it then goes through a triple vortex system um, it also has a tank on the back that you can put distilled water in if you don't want to use uh, uh, tap water. Um, so you fill the, the main 5-litre tank up with distilled water and you press the button and the pump pumps it round the vortex with um, special uh, props and it that spin it and rotate it in a magnetic field. Um, and then you just press the button and it comes out of your water tap on the kit straight into a two-litre ionizer. So you can produce lots of it cheaply and quickly. Yeah, because that's the thing, There's isn't nothing it? nothing else like that on the market. Um, it will be coming out in a few weeks' time. Brilliant. That sounds amazing. That now, sounds... here's a new product that I'm going to tell people about. Um, I haven't seen it hardly available 
anywhere else, and it's called Prussian Blue. Now, Prussian Blue, if, you, if you've got serious radiation poisoning, what they do, they inject it into your blood. And all the isotopes, especially the cesium ones, which we've just talked about, it collects it up within days and spits it out of your body through your natural um, ejection system. So when you're on the toilet or you're sweating, it takes it out of the body, even all the organs and the brain. Now, Prussian blue is different than methylene blue. It's made in a different process and it's made from different salts and different products. <clears throat> I've got a top-class chemist who's manufacturing that for me now, and that's a new product coming out soon. So you imagine this. People who've had the vaccine that have been affected by the isotopes I will remove it. So, what, <laughs> will that be more effective than the methylene blue, or will it be a similar thing? They're two different, two different animals. Um, the Prussian blue is very specific for radiation. It still does detoxing. Methylene blue is a brilliant detoxer for things like heavy metals um, and other pollutants. <clears throat> Cleans the blood, kills bacteria. Um, these are, you know, when they, when they made uh, methylene blue in the 1800s, it was the first pharmaceutical synthetic drug. And everything thinks, oh, that's bad. Well, it's not. Some pharmaceutical drugs are fantastic, and that's one of them. And it's still the best one you can take of every pharmaceutical drug today. Methylene blue is still the number one product. Isn't it used also to dye cells um, so they can see cell... Um, a movement in, in, a, in yes, experiments? Yes, we use it on the microscope. It highlights living cells and, and dead cells. They turn a different colour. Um, because it's uh, colloidic, or it's a colloidal product, um, very, very small um, nanoparticulates, and it goes right inside the cell and changes colour. Uh, very useful tool. I've never known such a silver bullet to have so many facets to it. It's phenomenal. It seems it does seem like for everything they do, everything they bring out, every kind of like next chapter of their plan, there is something f to counter it in in you know already in existence in the world, and it just needs to be discovered. Do you feel that? Uh, yes, there is an answer to everything, and my motto: <coughs> only results count. If it doesn't work, drop it like a lead brick, you know? Um, if it works, use it. Get the best product you can get that does the job. Um, and we've got some fantastic products now. And, and we give the scientific proof that they do work. We've got the backing of it, we've got the documentation. And more importantly, we're getting the results. When people phone up in tears and say, I can't believe this has worked for me, it's brilliant. And they've been looking for an answer for years. So, so it's not only it's not only going to be useful for people who've had the vax and who are suffering from perhaps side effects of that. It's useful for people with all sorts of ailments. But it sounds a bit like MMS, doesn't it? It's a bit like that kind of or DMSO. Yeah. Yes. It's a bit like the MMS, the six drops of MMS that in your, and the protocol. You can do with that. It just kind of it can it can help out with a lot of different ailments and 
they don't like people taking it and they don't like people talking about it. It seems to me to be another one of those kind of perhaps magic bullet, like you said, substances that can just help you when other things just can't. Um, methylene blue on its own could completely eliminate hundreds of pharmaceutical drugs. So I suppose that's Which, that's why they can't have that coming out. Then surely that's why it's going to. No, it's, that's and a that's danger. why they never mention it. They never mention most people, even doctors and um, professional, you know, herbalists and what do they call them? People who um, use different medicines for. Um, don't remember the name now. Um, but healers, anyway. Um, even they haven't heard of it. Yeah, because I've read a lot of about alternative health over the years, and I've never come across that term. No, but, they don't want you to know about it. Yeah, it's uh, it's one of those, isn't it? So maybe now it's time it has come to shine with all the millions and well, I guess a few billion people that have taken the vax. You know, here's the weird thing as well, because for for many people that have taken it, most of them, there seems to be no problem at all. Doesn't it? It seems to be really kind of like it's either quite devastating or nothing at all. So, do you think that's that's because of some people's DNA just naturally repels it and can deal with it, or do you think that's because they physically sent out different constructs? You know, they sent out different mixes. No, at least at least um, only thirty percent of the vaccines, and there's variants to vaccines. You know, when people say, "Oh, he's been vaccinated." There could be 12 different scenarios. Um, <clears throat> 60% of them was basically saline solution in the beginning, and then quickly they started introducing other products into the vaccines. I believe there's 12 different vaccines, 12 different types. But what, the worst what, ones are lethal. Which, what evidence, I mean, now people are going to say, well, you know, that can, that sounds like quite extraordinary, doesn't it? What evidence is there that, there was saline ones. Did anyone find any and test them and find them out to be saline? I could tell you, but I'm not allowed to say. Okay. Okay, I understand. I understand. Well, let's, I mean, but, but there is an anomaly there, isn't there? Because some people have had four or five shots. And this is the thing. If they've had four or five shots over five years, they're going to be getting different batches, aren't they? They're going to maybe getting one in like the northwest of England and maybe getting another one down in the southeast. So there's no kind of rhyme nor reason why they'd be getting five no. saline shots. And one of the worst things they did deliberately, <clears throat> this is on BBC News, by the way, you can mix your vaccines with any company. You know, AstraZeneca, doesn't matter what the brand name is, they mix. you can mix them, it doesn't matter. That means if ever you have a serious problem, who the hell do you go to? because you've had a Heinz 57 concoction of vaccines. So you can't blame AstraZeneca or any of the other companies. Yeah. That was deliberate. Yeah, I can I can see the logic in that. So it kind of like alleviates blame from any one manufacturer, doesn't it? But so, I mean, the good thing is here that you've got this new information, which is, you know, people are crying out for stuff because, you know, I've seen lots of the video testimonials. I've seen... The, before the BBC shit got the, the the main Facebook page for vaccine injured humans 
was shut down by the BBC. They petitioned to get it shut down, which was absolutely disgusting, really. They've got no... They've got not a moral fibre left in their whole whole organisation. But you talked about um, a, a, a BBC a producer that's gone kind of um, rogue and has left. Can you talk about him? Sorry, the BBC what? The BBC producer you talked about that's left the BBC and has gone rogue and you've been working with him. Um, yes, he does some work for me sometimes. <clears throat> videos and recording he's good with a camera yeah. um yeah he was he was gagged blatantly gagged and if he wanted to make a program um <clears throat> he did some work with dispatches i think it was he, and he and a other uh company that makes the uh, videos for the bbc <clears throat> he was told in no uncertain terms you only say what we allow you to talk about and he says, I can't do that. That's impossible. He says, then I've got to resign. And that's what he did. This is the thing, isn't it? There's such control. Set, we mentioned this earlier that there's such control over the whole system. I think because they've kind of... You want, I don't want to use the word brainwashed, but like programmed is a better word. They've programmed much of society into believing that we need to commit collective suicide to save the planet. And part of that is... You know, if people have to die because of these vaxxes and because of COVID and wherever it, wherever it originates from, it's for the benefit of this planet. And really, that's just the controlling elite cabal wanting to lower the population so because they want to cull the herd. But they've programmed this into society, this, this element of suicidal kind of belief system. And I think that's how it's manifesting that lots of people in power and in the medical industry are just thinking humans have got to die anyway what are you worrying about let them die yeah. let's kill them you know years ago i mean about seven eight years <clears throat> we knew what the new world orders program was then agenda 2025 and 2030 and we used to say you know seven to seven and a half billion people you couldn't eliminate you know, 90% of them, like the Georgia Guidestones said, it's impossible. And we, didn't, we could never believe they could do it. Now, in the last two years, when you look at COVID, vaccines, 5G towers, what they're doing to the water, how they've changed the food, uh, wars, putting prices up, destroying companies, you can easily see how billions of people could be eliminated. It's totally different now. Yeah, they. I mean, the, the cards are down on the table, um, and they've declared war on us. That's what it is. We are at war with them. And 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 this. And I mean, we have said this already. It's, I mean, we both believe it's a spiritual war. Do you believe this is a, a kind of a satanic cult behind this at the top? Absolutely, absolutely, it is. So they're influenced, aren't they? They're influenced by kind of the whatever evil is, however it manifests on this planet or in this realm, in this dimension, frequency, it's affecting those at the very top who are in power and causing them to do this. It's pushing them towards this kind of dark agenda, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And they, they have to follow certain rituals. Um, <clears throat> you know, this, and it is true, they have to tell you, even if it's innuendos, um, as a ritual, what they're going to do next. Yeah, they do, yeah. 
And they have to do that. If they don't, what they do is null and void. So they have, it's like they answer to another energy or another authority that they have to tell the line. I think that, that the reason that they do that is the free will element. I don't... I think there's a universal law of free will which they can't really mess about with. And I suppose this has got maybe something to do with the ether as well. That if they don't inform us, like they were doing in the, that they were doing it within the pandemic, they were telling people, they were telling, giving people information. The information was all out there, but they were telling you to ignore it. So that they're actually putting it out there, but in the same breath, telling you that it's not real. But in the greater yeah. energetic scheme of the how the universe operates, they've tell they've told us they've given us the information. They can, so they can't they can't lose out on that on that plan because they they well, have given that, out all the information. Yeah, that suggests to me that their judgment day is coming as well, and they've got to have an answer. And the answer is going to be, well, we did tell them they could have done something. We did warn them. We told them what we were doing. And they're, actually, and they're actually the saying... They, they're We're actually, not guilty. They, they, we only deceived them, but we did tell them. <laughs> they're saying it now, though, aren't they? They've actually said that, physically said that over some aspects of the vaccine. They're saying, well, we didn't tell people it was mandatory. We told people it was a recommendation. So they're actually yeah. kind of spilling them beans already now. They're starting like here and there kind of to alleviate that. And one of the big, one of the big amazing points when they did this when they were broadcasting what they're going to do in the future was the ceremony over the um was it the uh, the olympic games what was it the, it was the the british the ceremony of the opening ceremony sorry of the uh, british Olymp uh, commonwealth games or olympic games or whatever it was that was held in england and they had that big ceremony with all the beds and the kids in the beds and the nurses pushing the pushing the kids around it was in either Wembley Stadium, or I guess it was Wembley Stadium, and the Queen dropped down from a helicopter and parachuted in. All of that was kind of like a big ceremony where they were explaining the narrative of what was going to happen within with COVID and the NHS and all the sick people. They were telling us then that's how they were on that ethereal kind of level. They were telling us this is what we're going to do next. Pay attention. Yeah. I don't know if you remember that at all, yeah. but that was like kind of... Yeah, and it was the um, uh, London Olympics. Yeah, it was the Olympics, wasn't it? It was the Olympic ceremony, the, opening ceremony. Black spirits flying everywhere. Yeah, yeah. That, and they, they do it, and, and the other way they do it, clearly, is through Hollywood and through Netflix movies and through all these programmes. That's the other way they broadcast it. They, they're that's how they tell us what they're going to do and what's coming up. So they put it in our perception. It's then universally kind of accepted that within our free will, we've been told so we can make a free choice whether to participate or not. Because I think if they just did it sneakily underhand, something would go wrong. Like you said, there's some kind of kind of dark magic to that, you could say. Yeah, yeah. And that's... Um, this is because the ether always wins out in the end. Let's hope so, Harry. Let's hope clean, so. Clean hands and good intent always wins in the end. Yeah, I think so. I think um, evil, I can't remember who said this, but evil has the seeds of its own destruction woven into its the fibres of his existence. So, you know, it, it, it's its own enemy at the end of the day. It can't exist because, you know, it just in the end it implodes. But we have to go through this process, I guess. And the other thing is, like I've said to a couple of other guests, is that, 
you know, we've been living this lie for, for decades, if not centuries, of complete illusion and complete deception. And if it wasn't yeah, for the... Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Willem Reich said it. They've been doing this for 8,000 years. Did I, oh, did William Reich say that then as well? Yeah. He says they've, been, they've known about this and been doing it for 8,000 years. And he says the life energy within the ether, they hate it. And they don't want people to know about it. They just suppress it's, everything, it's isn't it? It's an amazing it's... subject. I haven't gone to, into it properly, but um, the ether is what programs the DNA. It's, a, it's a, incredible. Um, it's almost like the breath of God, isn't it, the ether, you could say? Well, Tesla discovered everything because he understood how the ether works. He wrote that. He said it controls magnetism, controls electricity. Electricity doesn't run in a copper cable. It's physically impossible. It runs on the etheric field of the surface of the copper. And that's why they're now making copper wire with lots and lots of finer strands because it increases the surface area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of the big, thick, solid line. And they know the ether works. They, the ether, um, this is how the ether works. If you cut a proton in two, you can take it billions of miles apart. And if I gave one to you and you fly across the universe and I go in the opposite direction, every time you bounce yours, mine bounces exactly at the same time as it. Yeah. So that's outside time, place, and the speed of light. That's how it works. So... What did you do on the internet? You can send a photograph from your phone over the internet. It goes through the server at Manchester, somewhere down London, comes back through your Wi-Fi system and back in a computer. And it happens within a split second. That is the Ethernet. Oh, my God. Ethernet? Yeah. Yeah, of course. The words in there, they always, they always do that, don't they? They put the information, like we just said... The information is always encoded somewhere in there. Yeah. Um, but also, um, the ether is what controls the weather. That's why etheric, etheric capacitors work. I'll give you a clue. Our team's been working. I'll, I'll blow the cover for a bit. Um, a week and a half ago, well, three weeks ago, they were forecasting snow, even in London. They said it was going to be minus six degrees. On the day... They said it was going to happen and forecast it. When the day came, it was 22 degrees. Now, people in London will know that. A week and a half ago, it was 22 degrees in London. And they forecast snow. Explain that. That was us. We're bringing warmer weather up for Saturday this weekend. We've done it. The weather forecast now changed. Trust me, you watch the weather. Now, the word weather is W, ether. <laughs> It is, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Even that, I didn't, you know, you know. So you learn, you learn something new every time. So, um, so yeah, I make canons and translators. That um, I think. No, I sent you a video tonight to show you what the double barrel cannon does. It's yeah, I, was, I watched it. I've seen it's that one. Yeah, channel. that's great. That's amazing. Um, but I, yeah. I've also watched the other videos you sent me, which were over that island where the guy was flying with the cannons underneath the light aircraft and the, and it changed the, the weather and it brought yeah, in rain. Yeah, James Constable, he changed the weather forecast 12 times <laughs> to prove it works. 
I can't but I can't wait to build one of them and get it over my mother in law's house and make it sunny for her. Yeah. So we've we've talked about um the structured water, the extra cancer deaths, the methylene blue, the five G towers, uh blood of the vaxxed, uh weather control. I mean we've touched on some amazing subjects tonight. Is there anything else so I don't want to keep you all night, Harry? I know you're a very busy man, you have long days. Um, is there anything else? we need to talk about or you want to tell us about that in your latest discoveries or should people just go to your website only um, results there's, there's count there's a new water purification vortex system coming out um, everybody wanted a better larger system so families can benefit from it that'll be coming out um, <clears throat> when people look on the website there are answers genuine answers and the natural organic answers are unstoppable that's what I can say. And that's related to ether. And, and um, can we get that methylene blue from your website? Yes. It's between 11 and 12 pounds for 100 mil. And it's the top class pharmaceutical grade. So that, you know, there's, there's other grades which are industrial grades that you can't take. This is guaranteed pharmaceutical grade. And, and obviously, we're not giving out any medical information. Neither of us are, are medical doctors, but you know, this is just you know for information purposes only. Um, you know, people could do what they want, but you know, if they want to, they should go and speak to their physician or medical practitioner, GP, etc., or seek ex yeah. seek expert advice elsewhere. But this is just the sharing of information um, in regards to what your research has found that you have you found that through your research i should say and you found that through working with other doctors and scientists and and the like so that's great but um we shall we leave it there then harry i don't want to take up any more of your time unless there's anything else you yeah need. um just finally <clears throat> we know that people i even had it myself you probably heard me coughing about with a sore throat <clears throat> in california across the states scotland Land's End to John O'Groats. Everybody's had this sore throat, cough. Um, yeah, my, my kids my kids have that, and it's been going on yeah. for weeks. It's impossible for something spread like that in three days. Physically impossible. But if it's sprayed over our heads, and it's in the water, and it's in the air, and we all breathe it, we'll all get it at the same time, to different degrees. Um, so we do a kit called the Oregano Vape Kit. I'm now up to 2,000... Uh, cured remedies of COPD and asthma, which are fungal spores. And they spray fungal spores. I've got pats on them spraying fungal spores. And they spray it under cloud cover because um, fungus is killed by direct sunlight and UV light. Um, so when they spray in clouds and fungal spores, that's, that's how they and pathogens, genetically modified pathogens, oligarna oil, kills them on contact as a mist. So the rate gets incredible. The feedback I've had on that has been superb. I have to say, you, you sent me one of those um, Oregano vape kits and we've used it a good five to ten times. And I did have that cough myself and it got rid of it in a couple of days and that's a God's honest truth. Yeah. Um, it did work it, in about two days. Fungus loves dark, damp, warm blazes and that's exactly what your lungs are now i i've had a lady in tears two days ago 
uh, gasping for a breath, said that she's now just received my vape kit, so I'll be interested in how she goes on. And she said, listen, I think I've got fungal spores. I've got a fungus infection on my lungs. The doctor refused to let the hospital test the fungus. He says, we don't test for that. Point blank. Don't test again. That's very that's weird, though, because they must, they, they, they're, the medical world is aware of fungus. I mean, you've got the candida fungus that grows in the stomach. Yeah. Oh, you got an oil cure that as well? You yeah, put, no, I've done that. You I've, put, I, on your belly button. Yeah, I, years ago, I did a candida cleanse where I didn't eat any sugars or carbs for five weeks, and then I took orally, I took in capsules for five days, because you can't take it for too long, oregano, it's quite powerful. But for five days, I took oregano oil two or three times a day, a couple of drops, I think three drops in each, each capsule. And I'll tell you something, I've never experienced a, a reaction like that in my life. My foot swelled up because all the candida was dying off and coming out. And I was getting hives yeah. and I was getting like, bl like blisters and they'd come and go. And in about, 10, about seven, ten days, um, it had gone. It stopped all of that, and my stomach yep. was completely be like better. It, and I'd been diagnosed with IBS for years, and that cleared it up. And that's and they're still clear to this day. I've still got some candida, because uh, you could tell it in your by the condition of your toenails as well, and your spit. You could do the spit test in a glass in the morning. But the oregano oil is definitely one hundred percent bona fide one of the best medicines you can have in your medicine cabinet oh yes replaces all um uh what do they call it antibiotics uh, yes correct um here's another one i'll finish with this one uh despite protein as key uh to their um covid19 um so-called bioweapon um <clears throat> it's like a lock and a key two spikes that lock into um, uh, the protein molecule. So if you get um, fennel oil and lavender oil, one contains suramin, which is in fennel oil, and uh, shikamak is in lavender oil. And this is what you do. The umbilical cord and the placenta is what we were fed by through our belly button. Now they've gone. All the blood vessels behind the belly button are still present and fully operational. So if you put the oil, fennel oil and lavender oil, that goes neat into your blood through that filtration system. You actually go dizzy as it goes in. You can feel it in your blood. And that blocks the spike protein. Amazing. And that will stop you from becoming ill on what they say is COVID-19. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah, that's a, we'll that's do a that great in tip. two roller bottles, like rollerball bottles. You just rub them on your belly button two to three times a day. And I love um, fennel. It smells like brute. <laughs> <laughs> Splash it all over. That's funny because uh, my dad used to wear Old Spice. And when, uh, when my, after a few months after my dad died, he, he came and visited me in Spirit World, and I could smell Old Spice in my front in the in the front room, and I was like. What is it? And I could, for a minute, I couldn't remember. I couldn't remember. I couldn't think what it was. It just smelled like soap from the seventies. And as soon as I clocked, I went, "Oh my god, that's Old Spice." Then I felt his energetic presence, like a kind of a 
Actually, it's like the ether, I suppose. It's like a big wave of energy goes over your body when a spirit's kind of making contact with you. But uh, I remember the Brute 33 splash it all over Henry Cooper. That's right, yeah. And, uh, yeah, my it dad, my dad used to cook... Dad was Jimmy Savile was getting clunk-click every trip. <laughs> yeah, we could forget about him. <laughs> I think I'd rather stick with Henry Cooper and Joe Bagner. And funny <laughs> my old man used to cook for them at the Four Seasons Hotel. He used to make them steak. Steak dinners for the boxers. And um, so we'll end on that note. But Harry, thanks so much for joining us again for part two for the update. Um, we've covered an, an amazing array of subjects. Thanks for all your work as well. Your website's onlyresultscount.com. People should go there and visit it. They can get the... When is the Methylene Blue available? Is it available now? Uh, yes, we've been doing it for quite some time now. And do remember, it's made to our exact specification. So <clears throat> it was great. And it's like um, six or seven drops a day in a glass of water, basically. Yeah, about six to ten drops. Okay. All right. So just so people know that. And that's their own choice if they want to experiment with that. Then it will be till January. It's been processed. January will have Prussian blue. In January, you have the other one. So that's for the more the radiation. You didn't actually... Just one last thing. I know I keep kind of bringing up another subject, but you didn't... Did you talk about the cesium that has been found in the vaccine? Did you talk about that? I can't remember. Um, we're just getting some equipment to uh, to look at that now. <clears throat> but it's on AstraZeneca's website. It's part of the process. Um, and in the vaccine, I couldn't believe it when I read it. It's, it's so actually, that could well be... That could be... That well could be the reason for the 60,000, well, partly increasing the cancer deaths. Couldn't it? it could be contributing to these extra cancers that are arising around the country. Now, I mean, that's just the yeah, data from England. That is exactly my opinion. Yeah. Okay. Well, look, um, I hope um, people can go and visit your website, onlyresultscount.com. Uh, we'll do another catch-up maybe in a few months' time. Uh, we'll see what, how that goes. I'm going to get some of your methylene blue as well um, and see how what that does for me and my creaky joints and, and various other bits and pieces. Yeah. People should, people On a positive sh note, I mean, it's nice to have the answers and it can get you down when you hear what they're doing. Um, <clears throat> and I'm sure it's worse than we even think it is in some areas. But yeah. <clears throat> we've got the tools to reverse things and they will not win in the end. Absolutely, 1,000%, the changes which are coming. We're on a knife edge, and there's going to be a completely chopping straight down the middle, and everything's going to be separated. So I love the saying in uh, Dad's Army, they don't like it up them, sir. <laughs> I love that. I think we discussed that last time. My kids love Dad's Army. <laughs> yeah. A... So, you know, there's lots of positives. Yeah, yeah, no, um, we must remain positive. And I do, I do myself personally, I do find myself getting waves of positive energy on certain days. I feel it coming. It's almost it's like it's coming, you know, through the ether. You know, as the, as the, as the positive energy is, is coming to the planet and, and in waves to combat the negative. And I do actually pick up on that. You know, some yeah. days you can feel it's dark and some days you can feel it's light. It's not just, it's palpable. It's not your own, just your own experience. It's something yeah. that's in the, in the air. We, we can get the graphene out. We can repair the DNA. Um, we've got um, selenium. Uh, that helps to protect the DNA. <clears throat> we've got the nanoclay for pulling graphene oxide 
I know, it's in the NAC. And then the metal in blue for your mitochondria. Um, <clears throat> some incredible tools there. And that, that spanks it back at him and says, you know, uh, that's sorted. You're not affecting me with that anymore. Yeah, that's great. Good yeah. position being. Well, thanks. Uh, thanks for all your hard work as well. Um, it's been it's uh, been great to talk to you. It's always great to talk to you. And um, next time, maybe when you've had a haircut, we'll do a video call because I've got the video software now. Oh yes, you're grassing on me now. You are. <laughs> um, just on a final note, if there's people listening to this and you've been affected by vaccines, please get in touch. Um, send us a message through the website. And when we're in a particular area near you, we can come in and see you and we'll do a blood test and show you what's going on. And we can show you the answers to it as well. And possibly people could even come up and visit you in in the north of England. Whereabouts are you based? I'm in Wolverhampton. I am doing talks. I'm down near Glastonbury on February the 1st. Um, I've done one in Birmingham recently in Daventry. I will be going up to Yorkshire soon as well I'll come and see see you in Glastonbury anybody wants me to come and give a talk on this there's also things I cannot mention on a radio show but I will talk about in private in front of an audience Um, some amazing information and things going on behind the scenes so you know don't get down but there are people doing some fantastic stuff behind the scenes quietly just getting on with it Brilliant in that old, in that in that proper British way, just fighting it from your shed in your garden. Uh, that, that's what we need. Uh, thousands of light warriors like yourself. Thanks, Harry. I'll catch up with you soon. This has been the Galactic um, Zoo Radio Show and Podcast with Harry Rhodes from OnlyResultsCount.com. Visit his website, read his stuff. Look, he's got videos up there as well. It's all interesting and all relevant to our existence on this planet at this very special moment in time. We'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Okay, thank you. My pleasure. Bye-bye. Bye. Hope you enjoyed my chat interview with Mr. Harry Rhodes there. That's the second one I've done with him. We'll do another one in a few months' time. Lots of other interesting guests um, coming up on the show. bit intermittent at the moment because I'm moving house and, you know, things are a bit hectic not only in the world, but in our personal life. So trying to do as much as I possibly can to get great information out there. Got the Rumble channel as well. And also I've got two kind of visual um, interviews, Andy Thomas and Alana Freeland. Well worth looking at them or listening to them, in fact, whichever suits you better. And I'll be talking to Alana again about chemtrails and geoengineering in depth on our next interview, hopefully in the next couple of weeks. So stay tuned for that. Also, If this has benefited you in any way or if you think the information is good and worth sharing, please, please, please share it with your circle of friends. Send out the link to the podcast. And of course, just to underline that we're not medical doctors. We're not giving out medical advice, not claiming to heal or cure anything. It's only information based on our own personal experiences. And we're sharing that just so you can be aware of what else is around in the world and other opinions that are in existence. So with that said... Have a lovely rest of your day or evening. Enjoy yourself. Be positive. The light will win in the end. God bless you. One love. And always remember, have a laugh. To Galactic Zoo. To Galactic Zoo. To Galactic Zoo.